Hello and welcome to Tools to Create a Better Life with myself, Glenice Hughes. Thank you so much for listening in, guys. I am so incredibly grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If you happen to be new here, uh, I also have a radio show called The Glenny Show that has over 300 shows. So if you search that, however you listen to your podcasts or your radio shows, you'll find it there. If not, you can go to glennysehughes.com. There's a radio show section and all of them are there. Of course, all of these ones, these new ones are also there too. So there are so many ways and places to listen to them all, so please enjoy. All right, let's talk about this week's show. Tools to get over the past. I don't know if any of you guys have ever done like I've done where it's been, uh, for some reason, so I've been choosing it to be more valuable to, um, to actually hold on to stuff that it's just not, it's just not. And luckily, with the tools from Access Consciousness, we have a bunch of tools. I'm only gonna show, share three of them today, but we have a bunch of tools that actually can change that so that we can actually let go of the past. I don't know if you've ever like listened to or seen quotes or stuff and it just talks about just letting go. And <laughs> sometimes that's really frustrating because it's like, I don't know how to let go. What are you talking about? Uh, so that's where I just absolutely love these tools. So the first tool that I'm gonna talk about today to let go of the past is to stop telling the stories. Yes, stop telling the stories. And so stories are basically whenever we are, well, whenever we're telling a story, <laughs> whenever we're going into, well, they did that because, or I wouldn't have done that because, and often it does have the word because in it, where we're actually justifying or rationalizing or uh, explaining. And really what you want to look at is all of those are just stories. Those are just stories that you're telling yourself to stay stuck instead of, yeah, they chose what they chose and you chose what you chose. And now what can you choose? Like truly now, what can you choose? Cause the other thing, and again, this might just be me, but whenever I've wanted to hang on to that, it's been the way that I could play with it through telling the stories, whether I'm telling that story to myself or I'm telling it to other people. And it's like, without that story, I would have nothing to play with. Yeah. <laughs> so just get the energy of that. Maybe you have something from the past that you can look at that you could kind of be aware of while we go through this and, and, and look at that. Like if you didn't tell yourself that story, if you didn't tell yourself that story, what could you actually choose? Like, what if there was no because? <laughs> yeah. And the other thing that we do is that we justify in kind of the way of, they chose that because they've been hurt before. They chose that because they were abused. They chose that because, and so then we allow people to do things to us because of the stories that we're telling 
about it from that aspect. So it can really go either direction. You can be saying it, you know, they chose that because they're such a jerk or they chose that because they were abused and poor them instead of going, hey, you know what? They chose what they chose. There's no because to it whatsoever. And this is, I would say, the the thing that I had the most difficult time with to, to shift it is because I had the because. There, I, I had been justifying it for so long of, you know, that's why they did it. Because I couldn't understand why, you know, people would do whatever the crazy things were. So I had to try to understand it. And now the thing with understanding that you want to be really, really aware of is that anytime you're trying to understand, you are energetically standing under the crazy. So here's the crazy. To understand it, you come and you stand under it and then you actually become it. You become that crazy in your attempt to understand it. So you also want to stop understanding. <laughs> and these are things, you know, stop telling the story, stop understanding. Those are things that for the most part, we've all been telling ourselves. That's what we're supposed to do, right? If we can understand it, if we can justify it, then it makes sense. It'll never make sense, guys. People being mean to other people, people being unkind to other people, will never make sense to us. And we can spend years and years and decades and centuries trying to figure that shit out. We're never gonna figure it out, ever. Because there's nothing to figure out. We choose, and I mean, I was saying before they choose, but we all choose what we choose because we choose it. There's no because, no nothing. So when we stay out of the story, when we look at, say, you know, somebody was unkind to us in the past, there's no story. It's like, oh, cool. Look what they chose. Okay, they chose that. Oh, okay. <laughs> they didn't choose it because you're horrible. They didn't choose it because you're unworthy. They didn't choose it because you're undeserving. They didn't choose it because, uh, you know, whatever try way you've tried to personalize it. It's actually only they chose it because they chose it. And then all of a sudden, there's no story to play with. It suddenly becomes this like, oh, okay, so they chose that. What would I like to choose now? Now, in some cases, it might actually be phoning them up or, you know, setting up a coffee date and sitting them down and, and talking to them about it. That totally might be the thing. I'm not saying you just like push it under the rug. That's not this at all. It's just getting out of the story so that you can be aware of what it's actually going to take to change it. Yeah. And so just so you guys know, when I do that, that kind of like that sigh thing just means there's a lot of uh, energy that's processing and changing. So how cool is that, right? How cool is that we can talk about this and have stuff literally change as if by magic just while we're being aware of it. Just when you're looking at it, and again, maybe you're looking at your past stuff or you're looking at, maybe even there's times where you've done something that you don't love, that, that you, you know, you've been telling yourself the story about, well, you know what, I was only mean to them because they were mean to me, or I did that because, it's like, yeah. And I actually have a whole radio show and it's called, uh, I'm sorry I was a cunt. Yes, I'm sorry, my Irish friends. I'm using that C word again. Uh, and it really was that. I had um, I had my sweet friend Maureen. She was working in my business. We kind of had a little 
glitch and uh, I, I made some choices that really did not sit well for me. But I'll tell you what, for about six months, I told the story. Oh boy, did I tell the story. In my head, I didn't talk to people around me about it, uh, but in my head I had the story, well, I did that because she did that, and if she wouldn't have done that, I wouldn't have had to... Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, talk about exhausting. And, and that's exactly what I did. When I finally was willing to be honest to me, with me, to me, <laughs> about the situation, I did, I called her up. And actually, I didn't call her up. I messaged her and I asked her if we could meet uh, for supper. And that's what I said to her. I said, you know what? I am sorry I was a cunt. Because I was. I absolutely was. And the willingness just to acknowledge it and, and apologize. And she was awesome because she's like, hey, takes two. And we carried on. And I'm so incredibly grateful. Because uh, it is. Sometimes it's your own stories. You've got to call yourself on that stuff. And not from a place of like, I'm horrible and I'm awful and I'm wrong. It's like, no, no, I called it like it was. That's what I chose. And then I spent six months trying to justify it and then realizing that those were all stories. Those were all stories. So imagine if you stop telling the story. Now, how do you stop telling the story? You actually just choose to stop. Whenever the story comes up in your head, you stop. And you just ask, or at least this is what I ask myself, what would I like to create here? Like, what would I actually like to create? And nine times out of 10, it's nothing to do with that thing. Like, if I'm going into the past, you know, last month, last year, I was going to say 50 years ago, but mm, I'm 47. So 46 years ago, uh, actually, I'm not 47 yet. Man, I'm aging myself. Anyway, <laughs> if I go way back, often... I'm not, it's not, there's nothing to do with that thing I'm playing with. It's a great distraction though. <laughs> it's a really, really great distraction. And this is what the energy of it is, is that often when we're, we're in the past and we're in the drama trauma, we're playing with that to distract ourselves. So then what, when you pull in, in a sense, when you pull your head out of your ass and you look at, wait, what would I like to create? It's like, wow. I'd like to actually go create, um, you know, some laughter or some fun or a business creation or an orgasm with hubby or whatever it might be. It's like, there's so many other things to create other than playing with that crazy. And, and again, when we play with the crazy, often we're trying to understand it. We're trying to figure it out. We're trying to justify what we or other people have chose and none of that will ever create what you're looking to create. Yeah. And even if you ask yourself that, like, hey, what would I like to create here? And you don't actually have an awareness, you have no words for it. Don't worry. Just by asking that, it's going to shift and change. You're going to create some miracles just by being willing to ask it because, here's the because, because you've actually stopped playing with the crazy. When you go to question, you're, you're, literally and energetically stepping out of problem and you're going into possibility. Yeah, so just even asking the question, don't, don't worry if there's no answer, you're not quite sure, ask the question. You're gonna change something and you might just even go have a nap or you might go just do something totally different. But the, the honesty with you when you're telling the story to stop and to ask what would I actually like to create? And then 
and then just taking another step. Might be go make some coffee, it might be go whatever, it doesn't matter, but just go do something else. And the other thing too, is that a lot of times when we're up here with, I mean, if we're if we're focusing on the past, we're up here, we're in our head, we're, we're mind fucking ourselves as we may say. And so what you wanna be aware of is go back into your, not back in, um, expand into your body and into all of you as the infinite being you truly be. Because this is what occurs is that when you're up here, usually you're like, it's very, very contracted, very, very, and I mean, probably this much, like itty bitty, oh. And that's when it can actually be physically uncomfortable to be on the planet. Because you have contracted energetically so much that you're just taking up a tiny, tiny, tiny little bit of space. And all of the energies on the planet can feel like you're getting you know smacked in the head whereas if you expand into your body so you're becoming aware of your your neck and your shoulders and your tummy and your hips and your feet yeah and then you expand out into all of you as infinite being which is way beyond the earth way 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 beyond the universe yeah that's your natural state now the other trick with that is that when you're expanded out you can't judge and this is what i love because when you're when you're um playing with the past and you're going over and over stuff from the past you're in judgment so if you expand out way 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 out into all of you as infinite being you truly be yeah like that yeah you can't judge from there you actually have to contract to judge so there's a whole other tool that I didn't even plan on talking about. Um, and that's usually what occurs is that other tools just pop up because there's so many tools, you guys, so many amazing tools that, I mean, I could, well, and I do, I was going to say, I could talk about this for a long time, but I do. Many of you may know, I have a previous radio show called The Glenny Show. There's like over 300 episodes that you can go and find and listen to. Uh, and then now, of course, this one, The Tools to Create a Better Life. Uh, and you can find that on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's also on my webpage. Uh, but I talk about tools all the time because really, and kind of like what I was talking about before, when somebody would say to me, you know, oh, just get over it or let it go. Well, that's, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> like just to let something go was impossible. But once I started using the tools, it's like, oh, I can actually use something to change that. I can actually shift it by whatever. In this case, we're gonna ask a question and I've got a couple more that I'm gonna share also and however many more pop up as I talk. Uh, but it's that energy of knowing you can change anything. You can change anything. I'm talking about changing the past. You can change anything. I mean, I've got coming up, uh, we start next week, 27, uh, 27 ways in 27 days for $27. I'm going to do a Facebook live for 27 days in a row, uh, sharing tools to go from ordinary to extraordinary. Um, and so we'll have a link here some, somewhere for, for more information about that. But it's like, there's so many tools. There's so many ways you can use them. So this one, stop telling the stories, stop telling the stories, stop, just stop. And then ask a question what would I like to create here? What would I like to create here? Another tool to get over the past 
And this is one that I talk about probably more than any other tool and use more than any other tool. I'm not sure if it's fair to say that, but I would say it's close, uh, is the interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. And you're basically just repeating it while you're thinking about the story, while you're thinking about the situation. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. What you're doing is you're acknowledging that it is just an interesting point of view. So it doesn't mean it's true and it doesn't mean it's real and it doesn't mean it's right and it doesn't mean it's wrong. It just means it's an interesting point of view. That's all it is. And by repeating that over and over, what it does is it takes the energy off of it. There's no significance anymore because it's just an interesting point of view. They didn't call me back because they don't like me. That's just an interesting point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. So if you have anything right now that you can bring up in your mind, maybe again, something from the past that you haven't let go of yet or you haven't shifted or you're still allowing to have power over you, yeah, just take a moment, bring up that energy, think of that situation, that person, that whatever it is, and really intensify it, like make it really big. Like they don't like me and everybody on the planet hates me and I must be the most horriblest person ever and like really make it really, really big. Um, and also cause then it'll make you laugh. And now let's together, interesting point of view, I have that point of view. <sighs> interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view, I have that point of view. So I'm not sure how many times we did it there, uh, but you want to just know that once you either start forgetting what you're doing it on or, or you get a little bit bored or you just, you just know it's done, there's nothing there, that's when you can stop. Now, you can have a situation that you might need to do it, you know, 10 times a day on it, 20 times each time you do it. Like, don't give up. <laughs> just know. I mean, I, I once got a letter from a friend that was really, really difficult to, to receive and to read. And my first reaction was to go into the wrongness and how bad I was and how horrible she was and do all of that. But what I did instead, well, I did that. I'll be honest. I did that for a little while. And then I just sat with it and I kept reading it over and over and did that over and over and over. And it did. I probably, I probably said it 50 to a hundred times while I was reading the letter over and over. Cause what I was looking to do was get rid of the charge, like the, uh, like that, uh, energy on it. And she was just telling me how I could have done some speaking uh, better. Um, and it was just really, really difficult and for me to read. And so, you know, just by doing that, what it did was it started shifting and changing it because it was, it was irrelevant. It was totally irrelevant. Whereas if I wouldn't have used the tool, 
gosh, I could have been in that. I, I mean, I probably would have stopped any sort of public speaking. I wouldn't have had a radio show for six years because this was many, many years ago. Um, so with the tool, it was like, oh, okay, it's just an interesting point of view. And if that was her experience, that's okay. That's her experience. And, and I didn't need to make it real. I didn't need to take it personal, which is what I was doing. And it's often what we do. Like if somebody, somebody sends us a letter and tells us we could have done some things better, that's usually our first choice is to take it personal. But really guys, no, that's their experience of it. That's not, it has nothing to do with us. And so what I find with interesting point of view, what it does is it gifts me so much in terms of that. I suddenly have so much more space and so many more possibilities. And I'm also willing to be aware of what's actually going on. Whereas when I take it personal, when I'm in the story, when I'm in the trauma, the drama, there's no awareness whatsoever because I'm all I'm doing is keeping the story alive. Whereas if I'm in, if I'm choosing to be interesting point of view about it, I can have the awareness of, oh, wow. Okay. So, you know, she's not really comfortable public speaking and has an idea that it needs to be perfect when you do it. Okay, cool. Yeah. I get that lots too, especially when I, I swear a lot, I will probably get some comments about using, you know, the C word, uh, earlier. And, and it's like, that's okay. It's okay. This just means they wouldn't do it. It doesn't, I don't need to take it personal. I don't need to let it stop me. So interesting point of view. Whew, I have that point of view. Interesting point of view. I have that point of view. Interesting point of view. I have that point of view. Now you can also do it where let's say the person is, let's say I didn't have um, a reaction from her letter. But I was aware that if I continued to read it, uh, that I might let some of it kind of in and stop me. What I could have done was interesting point of view. She has that point of view. Interesting point of view. She has that point of view. Interesting point of view. She has that point of view. Now, because I reacted right away, I knew that I was matching those points of views. I knew that they were, um, you know, I, I was aligning and agreeing with them. So I didn't need to do that piece. Uh, but it, that is a possibility. If you know that, if like maybe your boss is telling you need to do something different and you're, you know, you don't, but you could tell by, you know, the energy that's going on, you might. So then interesting point of view, he or she has that point of view. The other thing you can do is interesting point of view. We have that point of view, interesting point of view. We have that point of view, interesting point of view. We have that point of view. So it's totally shifting and changing it in all sorts of directions, but just know that probably eight out of 10 times, it's going to be interesting point of view. I have that point of view. Cause that'll be the first thing that you want to clear. And then you can go into interesting point of view. We have that point of view or they have that point of view, however you'd like to do it, but please just use it. It is one of the most to me, life changing tools in every direction. It doesn't even have to be about, um, a past thing it could be something that just occurred. The more that you're willing to be interesting point of view, the more that you will actually be the magic that you be. The more that you'll be able to create what you'd like on the planet, the more possibilities you'll be aware of and the more money that you'll actualize. Why? Because you won't have points of views not to receive that money. 
Yeah. And I mean, really, who isn't looking for more money and more possibilities and more joy and more space and more magic? Yeah. The, the quickest tool that I've found so far is to be interesting point of view. And even if I'm somewhere where the situation has nothing to do with me, like let's say I was in a shopping mall and I saw, a, you know, a mom screaming at their child uh, to be good or something. Uh, and it brought up an energy in me, I would use it in that situation. Even though that situation has nothing to do with me, I utilize those experiences as a way to clear stuff. Because there's a, this energy that comes up that I'm like, oh my gosh, so then I know I've got judgments that the mom shouldn't do that. I've got judgments, the poor kid. I've got, you know, all of these judgments are coming up. So I'll use that to be interesting point of view and and it just starts to shift and change one you know your entire experience on the planet uh, but it also start and shift and change stuff for you because let's say you had an experience of being yelled at as a kid or as a parent or as an adult you've yelled at kids and you've kind of held that against yourself or you've held it against the people who yelled at you when you were a kid doing it on a situation that really has nothing to do with you like that energetically ripples out and changes everything. Yeah, but you know, it just depends how magical you're willing to be, how much of a phenomenally awesome life you're willing to create. <laughs> the last tool that I'm going to talk about today, even though there are so many different tools I could share uh, to get over the past is the meaning process from access consciousness. And this is uh, a really, I would say, one of the most bizarre tools. There's a lot of bizarre tools, but I'm going to say this is one of the most bizarre tools. And unfortunately, because of that, it's the one of the most underutilized tools. And I, ever since the day I found out about it and used it and had such amazing success with it, Whew, I have not stopped using it, my sweet friends. So this is one I talk about a lot. We always do, shouldn't, I shouldn't say always, probably 95% of the time we'll do it in, in a foundation class that I facilitate because it's just that brilliant and it changes stuff that quickly. And speaking of foundation classes, just in case anybody doesn't know, I have so many foundation classes coming up. I'm so excited. I'm in Alaska, Sitka, Alaska in a couple weeks. Of course, we've got the pool party one coming up here at the acreage just outside of Edmonton. Then Denmark, which isn't even on the books yet, but it will be it will be posted. It's the beginning of September. Then Switzerland, then Lloydminster, then Las Vegas, then New York City. Uh, and that's just up until the end of October, beginning of November. And yeah, I'd be loving to do one in like New Zealand or Australia. Anyway. So many classes, but that really is like this meaning process to me is one of the quickest, and I'm going to say quick, but it's not quick, like interesting point of view quick. <laughs> it's quick in the sense of it's done. Like it is once you do this meaning process on whatever you're judging or whoever you're judging can change everything for the rest of your life and your living. And it's, it's, again, it's very, very different. So the meaning process is four different questions. And it is number one is truth. What does blank mean to me? 
Number two, what do I mean to blank? Number three, what does sex with blank mean to me? And number four, what does sex with me mean to blank? And so blank is where you would put whatever it is that you're judging or whoever it is that you're judging. So again, you can go and you can, uh, to at GlenniseHughes.com on the radio show section, you will find this download. You can go download the, the audio clearing for the meaning process about money. You can listen to the radio show I did about it. So there's a whole PDF download and, and audio and stuff that you can go grab. It's an opt-in, it's, it's free. Uh, but really what it does is it gets you out of the judgment and the blank pieces is, is whatever. And even if, this is, this is where it becomes weird, even if you're judging your best friend, you wanna put them in there to get out of the judgment of it. So people go, oh, what would sex with, you know, say my best friend be like, that's horrible. That's like that, you don't ask that question. It's like, actually you wanna. If you really wanna get out of judgment, of that person, that situation, whatever it is, ask that question. So truth, what does blank mean to me? Truth, what do I mean to blank? Truth, what does sex with blank mean to me? Truth, what does sex with me mean to blank? And doesn't matter if there's somebody you wouldn't have sex with, still do those questions. And you wanna be really honest with you and don't worry, whatever comes up is not true. Okay, the, you're just clearing points of views. You're just clearing energies. You're just clearing the judgments. So allow yourself to have that come up. So let's say you were doing this on your mom. Let's say your mom did something in the past that you're hanging on to you'd really like to change. You know, so truth, what does your mom mean to me? Truth, what does, not to me. Truth, what does your mom mean to you? And you know, let's say you get uh, frustrating, okay? Then you just run the clearing statement, the access consciousness clearing statement. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Truth, what do you mean to your mom? And let's say the first thing that pops in is um, everything, okay? Everything that is, destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, poc, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Truth, what does sex with your mom mean to you? Yeah, and this is where people go, oh, gross, disgusting. Cool, let that come up. It doesn't matter what it is that comes up. Everything that is, I destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Truth, what to sex with you mean to your mom? And probably the same thing comes up. Everything that is, destroy and uncreate it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And you keep doing those four questions with that person or situation, whatever it is in it, over and over until there becomes no energy. So there's none of that resistance and there's no alignment. There's no agreement with it. It's like, oh, it's just nothing. Like there's no energy whatsoever. That's what you're looking for. So on the audio, the, the, the free gift, it's, it's with regards to money. So truth, what does money mean to you? Truth, what do you mean to money? Truth, what does sex with money mean to you? What does sex with you mean to money? So it's clearing all of that. So you no longer have points of views about money. And as soon as you clear points of views about anything, everything is possible. So if you don't have a point of view about money, you can receive everything about it. You can receive awareness of where it is. You can receive awareness of what to create to have more of it. You can receive the awareness of how to be the invitation for it to show up as if by magic. 
So that is the the audio loop that you can go download for free if you'd like. Um, and and just doing that and being honest with you. And you don't have to do this process with anybody. In fact, I personally don't do it a lot um, with someone. This is more of something because I find, you know, let's say you're doing it. Um, well, even let's say you're doing it about money with a friend and, you know, you get that sex with money just feels, you know, orgasmically delicious and that would be embarrassing for you to admit out loud. Yeah, don't do it. <laughs> I mean, I don't mean don't don't have that awareness and, and that, but if you're going to stop yourself from whatever is popping for you, don't do it with somebody else because then you can allow yourself just to be totally honest with you to clear it. If you know that you'll be totally honest with that person and you know, they're a good friend and they would, you know, they would actually be entertained by what you have to say, cool, go for it. But be honest with you. That's the, that's the thing you're looking for because some of the stuff that can come out is pretty bizarre, but let me tell you, it can change it. And so when I was talking earlier about this being a quick way, again, I don't mean time-wise quick because it can take 10 minutes. It can take five minutes. It can take, I've, I've had it take up to 45 minutes when I was doing it on a person. Um, part of that I think was I wasn't really willing to let go. Um, I really wanted to stay in judgment of her, uh, but I still did it. Took 45 minutes, but I got there. Uh, and so it's just that, that magic of changing it and having a whole other possibility. Because let me tell you, when you are willing to clear po the points of views to this degree, you'll never be controlled by that situation or that person ever again. You will only be the walking, talking, infinite being with infinite possibilities continuously. And this is the magic to me of the meaning process. And this is where, you know, it's been... Like, I just don't get how people, you know, aren't using it all the time. And of course, I totally get it because it's uncomfortable. And it is one of those. But often again, it comes up in the classes that I facilitate and people, for the most part, are willing to go there. And, and I mean, I'm always aware of whether, you know, I can ask them if they're willing to go there or not. Because um, again, if you're doing it in front of a group, it is a little bit different. But sometimes, you know, we're so sick of our shit. <laughs> it's like whatever it takes, what I've, I've got to, you know, say the most bizarre, ridiculous thing in front of a group of people, I am so willing for it to change, I'm going to do it, uh, then just, oh, this, this tool is so magical, so magical and can change so much because it gets you out of the judgment. And that's where a lot of times, if you look at the stuff from the past that you're hanging on to, that you keep looping to, look at that. Like take a moment and look at that and just be honest with yourself of, you know what? That's just judgment. That's just judgment. That person said that and I've been judging that or I did that and I wish I wouldn't have and, and you've been judging yourself. Like, again, be honest with you. Be on, well, be honest with you about everything. <laughs> be honest with you about everything. This is something that we are not taught to do. We are taught to be honest to everyone and lie to ourselves left, right, and center. So the more that you'll be honest with you, the more that this will be ease to change so that you can actually get out of the judgment, you can get out of the points of views, and you can let the past be the past. Because anytime we hang on to stuff, anytime we're judging someone else or judging ourselves with relation to something, 
that has power over us, which then often we feel very powerless. And when we feel powerless, this is the problem because that powerless then often creates more stories, which the on and on and on and on. I'm pretty sure you get it. Maybe you've even, you know, experienced it a time or two. And it's about actually letting that go so that you recognize you're not powerless. It's a choice to hang on to the past. And what's really, really awesome is that we have these amazing tools so that we can actually change it. So we don't have to give up control anymore. We don't have to, and not that we necessarily want to, control is, is one of those things, but we don't, we don't want to be controlled by anything like that, where we're constantly being pulled back into it. Or maybe we've done exclusion with people in our lives because of past things. And, and not necessarily that you want to be hanging out with everybody all the time, but anytime we do exclusion, what we do is we end up excluding parts of ourselves to exclude. And so you can still be in your awareness of, you know, if somebody phones you and says, Hey, do you want to come over for coffee or come visit or whatever? Just use your awareness if it's going to create greater in that 10 seconds. Because whenever we do, well, I'm never talking to them again, or I'm never going to see them again, we're excluding, which means we're going to exclude everybody with that energy. And we're going to exclude everybody who doesn't have a point of view about that energy. So suddenly we've excluded a lot of the population that we would actually receive from instead of being willing to receive it all and use our awareness. It's not about going and, you know, if somebody asks us saying yes all the time, it's about just asking a question, checking in. Hey, will this create greater? Will this create the future I desire? If not, then no, cool, but not from exclusion. So that no matter what has occurred in the past, you're not a victim to it. You're not held hostage to it. You can actually be really who you be on the planet with no point of view about anything, which again, suddenly you are the magic walking. You are the infinite being with infinite possibilities beyond, beyond, beyond what you may have never, ever even imagined possible. Because just get a sense of what your life and living would be like if you weren't holding on to the stuff from the past. Yeah, might even want to close your eyes. Just get a sense of what that would be like, how much more ease that would be on your sweet body, how much more ease that would be on your bank accounts, how much more ease that would be just in general. Yeah. Now, why would it be more ease on your bank accounts? Because all of that judgment is stopping you from receiving. When we stop ourselves from receiving, what we're doing is we're also stopping what can come into our bank account. So the more that you're willing to receive, the more possibilities that can, can show up, the more money that will show up. If you're willing to let all of that judgment go, judgment isn't real anyway. And another little tip, it's not yours. It's not yours. You're just infinitely aware. You're infinitely aware of the judgment on the planet and you're playing with it as though it's yours. So what might be possible if you stopped playing with it as though it was yours? Whew. 
Yeah. All right. So thank you so much for listening in, guys. Here are some tools that you can go. And I would love to hear how you use them, how they work for you. Like, don't ever hesitate to email or to send a Facebook message or just something to let me know how these tools are working for you, how you're using them, as I share them in lots of different ways. And I know there's so many other ways. So I love to hear from you. Thank you so much. And I look forward to chatting with you next week.